0: Welcome to Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Predmore, and I'm also the Executive Director of Greenville Connects, an advocacy coalition working to expand resources for public transit in Greenville. If you've been following along in our podcast, you know that I've been riding with elected officials and community leaders for the last couple of seasons. This season, we're trying something new. We're still riding the bus, but the voices you will hear are the voices of Greenlink riders. We want to give you a chance to hear their transit stories directly from them. Today, we're riding a few buses, it's raining though, but that doesn't stop the bus from filling up with riders. People chat about the change in weather and how it's affecting their days. In this episode, we're focused on how affordable housing and access to transit are connected. Let's hear from our first rider, Brenda.
1: I remember when I was young riding a bus, used to go, I mean, like I said, from 30 minutes to a bus coming past, you'd never be late. And even this I can be late going to work, you knowing I had to clock in at twelve. But I don't have to like to get up early in the morning. I have to come in and get up two hours early, to get on the bus just to sit out a whole hour before I clock in. I don't like getting it. Have to get up like that. But I just thank God that it is a bus system. I thank God that they do give they did give more hours for workers that have to work late. that didn't have transportation home. Okay. And then sometimes too, the bus stops to where I stay. I stay in the apartment complex. Some bus stops are in front of apartment complexes where it's I stay. It's not in front of the complex. So I got to walk 10 minutes up the street. And like today, it was raining. So you know, it's not convenient sometimes for me. I really need it in front of my car, apartment complex to have me to walk up the street, leave out my house 15, 20 minutes early, just to get up the street to be on time for the bus. I depend on this bus for transportation. Yeah, I really do. Well, I have missed a lot of days about hours and not coming to work because the bus system was something, you know, I have. And then, see, y'all ain't even seen the half of the bus system yet. Around Christmas time, with the traffic, then the buses are late, and then another bus already done pulled off, and that's the bus you won't really need to be on. You got to sit up there a whole hour
0: now. Brenda breeds up a good point. When transit stops are near housing, it's easier to plan for getting around town. Reliable transit goes hand-in-hand with affordable housing. When we offer quality services to those in low-income neighborhoods, it in turn helps all of us gain access to affordable goods and services. Building affordable housing near transit services shows an increase in housing savings up to $10,000 for people living there, all because people have access to close, convenient transit. When someone doesn't have access to affordable housing near transit, They often have to think of other solutions to work in the meantime.
1: I live in a motel now because I had to move because there's no bus service out where I'm at. But I have to get, I mean, you know, i got a choice. You can live here or you can eat, whichever one you want to do. That's like me. I've been on uh, the housing list thing where they judge it on the income. I've been on it for 14 months now. Got to wait, got to wait.
0: The wait for affordable housing is just one indicator of how much it's needed. We need more affordable housing built along transit lines. Not only is it necessary, but it would benefit us all. Housing built along transit corridors are known as transit-oriented developments, or TODs for short. TODs provide access to high-quality transit that connects residents to resources and amenities across the city. Since housing along transit routes can see a sales price increase of up to 24%, it's imperative that TODs have enough housing to support low-income residents. This is done by requiring developers to build a minimum number of affordable units in their developments. This is called mixed-income development. Affordable housing near transit not only supports low-income households, but also increases the return on investment for local governments and transit operators. If we build better in Greenville, We strongly advocate for transit-oriented developments as a way to make our county more accessible to all. Another way to increase transit access is by growing the routes. Our next writer, Louise, shares how that would impact her life for the better.
2: I'm going to North Pleasantburg and Eisenhower because I have a storage building over there to get all my dirty clothes so I could go do my laundry for the day. First, I caught the bus on um, Augusta and Otis, and then I came to the station, paid for a monthly pass. So for me, a monthly pass, because I am 58, I only pay half. So I don't pay 52, I pay 25. So that makes it easier for me. And it's easier for me to do monthly because I work before all this happened. <laughs> and um, it was easy just to know that I could just get on swipe, go where I need to go and get to where I need to get to with no issues. Overall, it's pretty good. The thing that I hate the most is that we have to wait two. Uh, it's like a two-hour delay. Because you catch the bus, you go where you're going, you're not finished doing what you're doing by the time the bus makes it full circle to come back. You have to wait a whole nother hour. That's a long time wasted that year. You don't have nothing to do, nowhere to go. And you'd be like, so what am I going to do A 4 hour until the bus returns? But that's the only downfall. If they could get it down to 30 minutes, I think it would be better for a lot of people. So my thing is, I don't work in Greenville. So for me, I have to ride to Furman. When I get to Furman, I catch an Uber to go to work and travel's Rest. Travel Rest is very close to Greenville. I don't know why a bus doesn't go there. Because when I look back at when I lived in Clemson for 20 years and didn't have public transportation because I had my own car, that was a blessing. But then when they got public transportation and it went to the two neighboring cities, Seneca and Anderson, that was a blessing for people who were working in those areas because they didn't have to worry about it. But when you can't get to your job and you got to figure it out, that's a lot of, you're spending money to ride a bus, then you got to spend more money to get an Uber or a Lyft to get further where you're going that's a lot of money. I I spend in transportation probably way over $500 a month. So we can get the frequency more often and get routes in nearby neighborhoods. We don't have to go every single place, but nearby neighborhoods. I think Travelers, Rest, Fountain Inn, all those are good, but we also need to have a bus to go to Greer at some point.
0: Luckily for the county, a route expansion plan is in the works. Greenleaf plans for further connectors in Traveler's Rest, Greer, Fountain Inn, and Malden, among other routes, by 2030, with 30-minute frequencies being the norm for all of the routes. This expansion can generate over half a billion dollars in economic impact. So not only will it make our lives easier, it will make our lives better. A lot better. All these expansions are dependent on funding from county council and support from the community. So dates and projects can change as funding and support grow. It's our job. Mine and now yours, lovely listener, to grow that support. Let's get back to Louise's story.
2: Because I used to work on Greer for the longest and I would walk. So I would get to Taylor's and walk the rest of the way. It'll take me an hour, hour and a half to walk when I don't have money to catch over or live. So I would walk. And people always complain, well, I wouldn't do what you do, and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, well, you're not me, and I don't expect you to be me. You're not in my situation, so therefore you don't know what I go through. You don't know how my days are. You don't know how I make it from day to day, but I do. And I know what I got to do to make sure that day goes well.
0: Everybody's got to do what they got to do. But we can work together to make everyone's got-to-do better. Supporting transit, supporting localized affordable housing options, and creating safe walkable paths are all key to making life more accessible. In doing so, we not only improve the lives of those who most need it, like the voices we've heard on these episodes, but our community as a whole benefits. Better connectivity builds a better community, and that's something we can all get behind. This is the voice of three writers. Unprompted, they are asking for more buses, going more places, more often, just like we are at Greenville Connects. Expanding transit would mean a higher quality of life for them, their employers, and their families. We're going to keep riding to meet more Greenlink riders this season. Join us next week to hear from everyday voices who use transit to get to work and back home again, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bus in the Greenville Transit Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bus in the Greenville Transit Podcast is produced by Podcast Studio X.